today, on the first Sunday of Advent, as we anticipate the birth of Christ Jesus, we light the candle of hope. When we look around, we see shadows of hunger. So many neighbors nearby. Sorry. Nearby and around the world, we'll go to bed hungry tonight. When we look around, we see shadows of injustice, the rich getting richer and the poor getting poorer, and someone somewhere will fall asleep under a bridge tonight. In the face of hunger, we light the candle of hope. In the face of injustice, we light, in the face of despair, we light the candle of hope. Go ahead and light the candle. May the light from this candle overwhelm the world. May the light from this candle say to all that God's hope is coming on earth as it already is in heaven. Friends, be not afraid. God's hope is at hand. The scripture reading for today is Matthew 16, 13 through 20. Now, when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea, Uh, Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do they say that the Son of Man is? And they said, some say John the Baptist, but others Elijah, and still others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And then he sternly ordered the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. Glad to see everybody here, and happy Advent to you. This is the, the celebration of the anticipation of the birth of Christ. It reminds us of the, the people that had heard so much in prophecy that Jesus was going to be coming, that somebody was going to be coming, the, the Messiah, the chosen one, the one that was going to save them all. And it reminds us about that anticipation, that waiting before anybody knew about Christmas. We, we kind of have the advantage because we, have the, we know how the book ends. But these guys, it hadn't been written yet, and so they were anticipating the coming of of Christ. Uh, But more importantly than that, beard or no beard? That's what I want to (laughs) know. Beard or no beard? I've been uh, waiting for this uh, for for a time, so honest opinion, beard or no beard? Uh, uh, The question has been asked through the galaxy. I've asked my dog, Murray. Um, Show of hands, beard or no beard? Beard? Is that a lot? And no beard? We have some options with length of beard that we're both short. <laughs> do you want to just do the, <laughs> the down to here? Or beard, you know. Now, okay, that being said, thank you very much for that, that, that poll. I, I, think, I think we landed on beard, right? Yeah. Around this time of year, I get mistaken for Santa Claus, but what if I shave, I get mistaken for an elf. So it's <laughs> either way. Now, if you had that opinion of the beard, say, and you, say you wanted the beard, and Brian didn't want the beard, you think you guys could still get along? No. Sharon, 
All right, who else can I ask here? All right, say you didn't want the beard and she wanted the beard. Would you guys still get along? There you go. See, we can learn from the mouths of babes there. Thank you so much. We live in a society right now where opinion is something that is uh, something made of arguments. People tend to get pretty testy about that. And so that was just an example that I wanted to give of a, a very trivial thing. But can we use this same technique for other things? Can we use the same, knowing that we have a difference of opinion, to, to still get along? To, to still love our neighbor as we would? Maybe somebody is not uh, in agreement with you on everything. Maybe you are not like everybody. But can you still get along? Can we still celebrate by, by that brief moment of me asking whether it was the beard or the no beard, before you guys even knew what the consensus was, you gave your honest opinion. You gave a part in that moment, you gave an example of your honest self. In that brief, brief moment, you said, I think his face looks better covered up. <laughs> I'm shaving tomorrow. No. <laughs> but in that brief, brief moment, you said exactly what you felt. And wasn't it freeing? It was almost fun. It was almost just a, a time where you could just say, this is me. But for some reason, we don't practice that. Imagine if we did. Imagine if we truly practiced sharing to the world who we are and things that we believe. I remind us that this is Advent. I remind us that we are, uh, the, 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 the story that we just read, we go back to a time before this story was ever told or written. It was just a bunch of guys and women walking around with this person that spoke with such authority and performed great miracles and invited people into his father's house. And they were seeing it for the very first time. They were just people. We always think that, you know, we, we, we wrecked these stone images of, and, and, and paintings of the people that came before us, these biblical heroes, but I really want to remind us that they were people just like you and I. Simon was just, just some guy. He was a fisherman. He made his living that way. And then in a moment, he saw something about this person named Jesus that forever would change his life. And he began to follow him. And during that time that he was following him, he saw these amazing things. He, he saw him preach with authority. Now, preaching with authority was something that just wasn't done at this time. If you were a, um, a, a preacher at that time, a religious leader at that time, you would say things to the, the effect of... Um, uh, may, may the Lord forgive your sins. And here's this Jesus person walking around saying, your sins are forgiven. 
That and that alone was groundbreaking. What they were seeing was something that not only shook the foundation of who they were, it scared the living daylights out of them. Because in this culture, you did not preach with that authority. And here's a person that did. And by his, his saying things like that, they're actually seeing some evidence of things that he's doing. They're seeing people that could, know, could not see, see. They're, they're seeing people that couldn't walk, walk. They're seeing some pretty remarkable things. But keep in mind, they don't have this book that we have. They don't have the stories that we have. They have some stuff, you know, from the Old Testament that tells them that something's coming, but they don't know they're living in it. They want to be. Every generation wanted to be for quite a long time. They had hoped. That's why we celebrate Advent. It's the hope, the, the longing. They're seeking hope. The things that we read during our Advent service, uh, the, the candle lighting, sadly, those things were happening then too. There were people that were poor. There were people that were oppressed. There were people that continually felt on the outside. There were people that continually felt burdened. There were people that were very food insecurity. There were people that, that did not have homes. There were people that were not allowed even in the community. And they waited for hope. And they're living in it. And Peter and these other folks, just regular folks, are walking with this person. And they've got to be asking themselves, who is this? And you know they've been wondering, is this the, is this the Messiah? Is this the one called by God? We've seen prophets, and we've seen prophets do some amazing things. We've even seen people that have led groups and, and, and preached on the corners. But is this the guy that, is this really the guy? And the day came. They had just been doing all sorts of stuff. He'd, they'd witnessed Jesus uh, welcoming people, healing people. He, they'd witnessed him going to battle with religious leaders that had been trying to trip him up. They're taking a break. They're, they're pulling over here. And Jesus just says, hey, guys, come here a second. Who's everyone? Who, who are they saying that I am? And... It's like asking beard or no beard, but only this is important. Well, the beard is important. I look pretty good in it. <laughs> but this is a hard one. Nobody wants to be the first to raise their hand on this one. Because they're afraid. They know what they feel. They know what they think. But have you ever been in a situation where you know what you feel, but you're afraid to say it? That, that moment of sharing your honest self is something that you're a little bit timid to do because you're afraid that you're going to get the wrong answer or you, you're afraid that other people are going to turn and say, you're an idiot. But they were asked that question. And some of the disciples kind of played it safe. They said, well, you know, some say that you're the prophet. Some people say that you're John the Baptist. 
You know, they just kind of relayed the scuttlebutt, kept it on the surface, didn't go very much deeper than that, just said that this is what we've been hearing. But Jesus doesn't let it rest. He turns to him, and I always hated this. It's like the, the teacher in school just turning to you and going, well, who do you say that I am? I always hated that because I was never paying attention. And that's when Peter, Simon is what he was called, said what he felt. In that moment, he said, you're the Messiah. You're the son of the living God. He called it what it was, out in, out in the blue. This is a, a, a thing that we read and we pass through, but this was a pivotal, remarkable moment in time. They didn't know that he was the Messiah. They were guessing, they thought, but at that moment, at that precise moment, Simon raised his hand and said, this is my honest self. This is what I feel. This is what I believe. I look at you and I say, you're the son of God. And that's when Jesus smiles. We always look at Jesus like he's depressed, but Jesus smiled a lot. And this is one of those moments. And he said, Simon, from this day forward, your name, <laughs> your name's going to be Cephas, which means rock, stone, foundation. Because of you sharing your honest self, because of you having the guts to say, this is what I believe, I'm building my church on you. The beautiful thing about this is we know that Peter was a bonehead. There were times when he would spew there would be times even after this that he would put his foot in his mouth. There are times that he would share his opinion and retract that opinion or learn something different. There are times that he would run and cower. But that moment when he raised his hand and said, I know exactly who you are. That's when Christ said, that's who I want my church built on. I know you're not perfect. I, I know that you're going to stumble. I know you're going to make mistakes. I know there's going to be times when you're just going to upset me. <laughs> Next week, we'll actually talk about a time of that. And Jesus knew all that. But what he appreciated was that this person at this moment was sharing something very honest. He was sharing who he was. He was sharing who he felt, and that's who Christ said, that is what my church is going to be based on. Now, if we truly believe that, if we truly get that message, don't we feel that we're called to share our honest self? You know, we talked about Fred Rogers. Yeah, if, if you're new to this church, this church, the, the reason why it's called Neighbors is because uh, very, very, a big influence uh, on 
pretty much everything that I've done is Fred Rogers. Fred Rogers who said, you've made this day a special day by just you being yourself because I believe that's a message from Christ. And the other thing that Fred said is the greatest gift that you can ever give is the gift of your honest self. When we reveal our honest self, when we truly say, this is how I feel, we're acting like Peter. We are emulating a disciple of Christ. Peter was called to be a disciple of Christ, and so are we. May we share our honest self with the rest of the world, who we are, what we feel, and whether it's beard or no beard, may we be okay if our opinion does not match that of someone else's. We don't have to go to war on this. We don't have to go to social media and and trash people and try to get other people to bully that person because they didn't answer the way that we wanted them to. That's not what the kingdom of heaven is built on. The kingdom of heaven is built on uh, you are unique, you are unique, you are special, and every single one of you is loved. May we do that. May we share that. And may we be that. Would you pray with me? Gracious and loving God, help us to be who we are today. Help us to share what we feel today. Whether we're happy or sad or frightened, help us find hope in this world by sharing who we are and knowing that you love us, that you love us. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen.